Hey guys, Will here. Uh, just a quick note before we get going on today's show. Uh, right as we were finishing up recording our show, news broke that Foster Lawyer had entered the transfer portal. So Matt and I immediately stopped what we were doing, <laughs> ended the segment, and then re-recorded a third segment reacting to that news. So you're going to find our reaction to Foster Lawyer hitting the transfer portal in segment three of today's show. On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, it is official Josh Lankford is done playing not just college basketball for Michigan State, but basketball. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Tuesday, April 20th. The year is 2021. I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by my high as a kite co-host, Matt Sheehan. I am? Oh, 420. No, I'm... Well, wow. Well, wow. If, if you think I'm cool enough to partake in 420, you're, you're out of your mind. No, I'm... Could pr- I could promise you a much, much lamer than that. So, But happy 420 day to everyone that indulges. Yeah. yeah. Go be get safe. them today. Yeah. Be smart out there. Yeah. Uh, Matt, this well, may be uh, digging too far into your, your personal life. Have you ever sure. partook in the festivities? Not not exactly on 420, but right. you know what I'm saying. <sighs> you know what? I would love to have like this great story. Like, oh, this one time I got... So- I don't even have that story, man. No. It's, it's a simple no. Uh, wow. I'm- Good for you. I guess I don't know. I feel like I could benefit from uh, <laughs> what what uh, weed does to people. Like I need to mellow out more days than I don't. Um, so, yeah, but no, I, I I haven't. Wow, good I for you. Haven't. No, just just fireball and and cold beer for me over here. <laughs> Those are my vices. That's right. That's right. Oh, on today's episode, uh, we're going to talk about Josh Langford hanging him up, like done playing yeah. uh, basketball Don't competitively. Say. So. We can uh, give our reactions to that and look back a little bit on his time at Michigan State, and then we'll close the show out with Take Tuesday. That's the plan. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to Lockdown Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. We do this every single day, five days a week, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every single day. Day. Okay, so, gosh, we, we could kind of wind back the clock a little bit. After the UCLA game, Josh Langford said this was his last game as a Spartan, playing mm-hmm. the last game for Michigan State, however he said it. And at the time, that was really interesting wording, yeah, right? definitely. Because we're like, okay, uh, we assumed he would move on, go try to go pro or whatever after the season, but it sort of was like trickling out like, hey, no, Josh might play college basketball somewhere else, and that was, uh, that was. I know you and I both were taken aback by that. It was uh, Tony Paul from Detroit News tweeted it out mm-hmm. that you know it wasn't a done deal. Not even that it wasn't a done deal that he wouldn't be playing college basketball somewhere else. That was the the betting favorite that Josh Langford would continue to play basketball at college, but not at Michigan State. Was in in his tweet the betting favorite and. Tony is someone who has a ton of sources in the basketball world, and yeah, I, right. I don't want to doubt the veracity of what he was told, but I, I think we were both really surprised by that. And 
not that we didn't believe it, but it would have been a little bit stunning to see him go transfer and play somewhere else, wouldn't it have been? Yeah, and I God, I, I wish I remembered the reporter's name, but it was someone on Twitter said that he was close to uh, having a local transfer. Uh, you can infer yeah. that it's one Going of the Michigan home. schools or maybe down in Alabama back home. Down oh, okay. I, I, I don't, I don't I know read local men, but like, I yeah. think it was a Detroit reporter, so it could – regardless, oh, okay. he didn't do it. Um, so it doesn't matter. So, yeah, I figured, okay, overseas ball. If he transferred, fine. One more year of college ball. I don't necessarily know what you'd get out of that. I don't think you'll play yourself into the draft as a 24, 25-year-old guy at another Mm-mm. school. And I understand leaving Michigan State. God, you've been here since 1998, basically. <laughs> uh, it, just, it, it might not even be greener pastures, but, boy, it's a different no, landscape. It, it, it's, different. it's a new campus to walk around at the very least. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, but to hear him hang it up, I mean, yeah. here's the thing. It's like... I, and I promise I don't mean this in like, uh, oh, I'm a know-it-all sort of way, but I, I can't say I'm too shocked. I, I don't know. Langford's always been kind of a different cat, right? He's yes. always been, you know, a, a good basketball player, awesome teammate from all accounts. But, like, there's there's always something about him that's always been, like, way more to life than just basketball. Yes. And yes. I think that's very easily proven by what's happening right now. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's crazy. Like, he just said, yeah, I've done this long enough. It's time to hang it up. Like, that's a quote that you hear on a someone that's like, I don't know, 38 years old? Like, yeah. not, not someone that's 23, 24, or however old he is. But, yeah, I mean, good for him. I, I really think that this is something that he wants to do. I don't feel like he's walking away because he has to with all the injuries and whatnot. Although I'm sure does not help that he had all those in the past. And it was also revealing, too, that... He said that there was a time, and he said this during his little video conference today, that there was a time this season, while he had the COVID outbreak, that he just thought of quitting the season too. Yeah. And I don't, sure, there would have been people that would have raised an eyebrow, be like, oh, you quit on the team. I think a lot of people, though, wouldn't have blamed him for that, though, if he just walked away. He's been through 18 months worth worth of being sidelined with a foot injury. And the season, A, was just going awful uh, for the team. Throw COVID in there, it's... Credit to him for gutting it all out, whether it be the foot injury, whether it be the COVID thing, whether it be just playing in the conditions they had to play in this year. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. good kid. Wish him well in retirement, which is weird to talk about retirement for a 24-year-old yeah. guy, but hey, here we are. So, Yeah, and yeah. Like, he truly he truly was gutting it out towards the end of the season. When Michigan State yeah. had that stretch where they played 37 times in three days, Like I'm sure the surgeries, the time off, all of that was catching up with him because – Mm-hmm. I, you could just tell, like, the first game of that stretch was one of the best games of his season, and then it just slowly went down be, as he had to play more and more. His minutes were high, and it was just like, yeah, like, he's he's zapped. He's gotten through this. He's doing the best he can. And, you know, he hit that big shot against Michigan, and that was absolutely wonderful. It's a good send-off, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, you, there's no other way to say it other than, like, it just sucks that his career got derailed by multiple crappy injuries, same foot, a terrible injury for basketball players, has ruined plenty of careers, that type of injury, where you break in your foot and then you're healthy and then you break it again and then you need to get surgery again. Like That is something that can just ruin a basketball career. And what was an incredibly promising start to his junior season, we're like, okay, Mm -hmm. He's putting it together. He's averaging 17 a game. He's okay. Big buckets, hitting shots. Yeah. And you're like, here it comes. And then boom, breaks his foot. 
Yeah. And literally, I mean, he recovers enough to get on the court, which is absolutely fantastic and a testament to the type of worker he is, type of kid he is. But it, it, he never recovered to that level, never got close to that level. Um, and that sucks. There's no other way to say it is other than that sucks. I know. And yeah. yeah the, I wish I could the, add more to that. But it's like, yeah, like well, someone posts like a little highlight video. And uh, yeah, at the beginning of his junior year, I mean, sophomore year, heck, sometimes freshman year, like he, he kind of was a high flyer. Like I forgot that he could dunk, especially with the viciousness <laughs> that he could have sometimes. Like I'm not yeah. calling him Miles Bridges by any means, you. but the guy could play somewhat above yeah. the rim. But it's just a shame that like the injuries just took that all away from him and it made him less dimensional of a player his senior year. Albeit, mm-hmm. like, hey, listen, if we talked about it ad nauseum in the offseason, like what kind of Josh Langford can we get? What Josh Langford do we want to get? What's a good expectation? I, I feel like what he gave MSU this year was probably as good as it could have gotten, right? Probably. I, I don't really yeah. remember sitting there a lot being like, ah, I feel like he can give us a lot more here. Because, <laughs> I don't know, like, average nine a more. game. Yeah, he, he was fine. He was a good player this year. And that's all you could expect from a guy who really um, isn't yamming down like he used to or uh, can't play them. I don't know. It's, it yeah. sucks. It that, sucks. It sucks. Yeah, he was happy. less of a player than he was before he got hurt. And he was thrust into a really big role this year. We said before the season, whatever you get from Josh Langford, icing on the cake. And then two months into the season, it's like Josh Langford has to start and play 30 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, he's now part of the big two now. Yeah, the season's starting as the big three with uh, Aaron Henry, Rocket Watson, Joey Hauser. And then uh, it's actually the big two. It's uh, it's Langford and Henry running the show here. So good luck, guys. A A lot of good moments for him. At Michigan State, hit some big shots, was a key part of some big wins, and mm-hmm. even when he was hurt, played a big role as sort of a coach on the sidelines with the team that got to the Final Four and, and the team last year, part of three straight Big Ten championships, although he played in a season and a half of those. Yeah, uh, it sucks that it didn't work out better from a health perspective, but hats off to a good career for Josh. And like you said, and I think this is sort of the best summation of it, like the kid has things that are very important to him mm-hmm. outside of basketball, and that's a wonderful thing, and I hope he is able to fully and happily pursue those things, whether it's you know, um, inside basketball, coaching, something like that, or something completely away from the basketball court. I'm sure the kid is going to find something that makes him happy and be a very successful person. Uh, all right, let's pause here for a sec. We'll come back in kickoff take Tuesday. In just a minute, first word from rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds, yes, hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps to motor oil, and even new carpet. What else, Matt? Gas pedals, Will. Gas pedal. (laughs) Gas pedal. Whether it's for your classic car or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. And best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Uh, Only if you were a big old clown. Here. Instead, go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. The Locked On Podcast Network is covering the NFL draft from all angles. 
Catch up on the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 podcast presented by Odyssey. Follow Locked On NFL Draft and the Draft Dudes podcast for the latest draft news. And, of course, stay tuned for more info about our live NFL draft coverage. So that's that sort of stuff, Matt, the little NFL draft reads that we do before the segments two and three like that. That's mandated stuff. Peek behind the curtain, right? Everyone, Mm -hmm. I think, can tell that is something that it's like, hey, read this before each segment. Okay, got it. Great. Done. We should pause here for just a second Mm -hmm. and... Because that stuff can be kind of white noise-ish, you're like, okay, just get sure. back to the content. I just want to make damn clear here for just a minute. <laughs> if you care at all about football, the NFL, and you like the NFL draft, you have to go right now and find whatever in whatever service uh, you use for podcast. Just search The Ultimate Mock Draft 2021. That's the name, the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021. It is, for my money, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a company man, the best like mock draft podcast you're gonna get. I'll, I'll tell you more about it in an ad read later, but it's legit. Like six episodes, 45 minutes each episode. It's coming out the next six days. Here, the first one uh, was Monday the 19th. Today is episode two. The Lions will be in episode two. It's five picks per day, 45 minutes, five picks per day. It's like six, seven voices uh, taking turns. They do their pick. They break it down. They lay everything out. Okay, why might this team trade? Why might this team trade? Who could be a potential trade partner? What are they looking for? Yada, 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 right? Mm -hmm. And even with the early stuff, like, okay, we know Trevor Lawrence is going one. Like, they still find unique ways and interesting ways to talk about it and it's voices you know like jason luck and fora brian baldinger michael irvin they have some good names uh, man yeah they do the nfl locked on nfl draft guys the draft dudes um peacock and williamson who do uh the nfl show like there's a ton of good names a ton of good information and it's just really well produced so i'm telling you not even as a company man if you like and Ben Stevens will be on it, Big Ten Ben. Ooh, nice. <laughs> if you like the NFL draft and want to get into a mock draft podcast that like will get you everything you need to know to get ready for the draft, which is next week, the ultimate mock draft 2021, okay? Legitimately. Go check it out right now. All right. With that said, you with that the said, draft last year was like the first sporting thing that happened oh, in like what seemed to be eight months? That Man. How long ago does that draft feel like? Because to me, that seems like it was four years 80, ago when that happened. Eighty-four years. Yeah, okay, it was the last. Ahead. It was the last dance. We had the last dance, and six yes, million people right. watched yep. a documentary, and everyone's like, "Oh, <laughs> Korean baseball! It'll get huge yeah. numbers." KT was baby. Let's go. That's right. Then they put it on at three a.m. and I watched the first <laughs> yeah. one. At, it started at midnight. I was like, "This is fun." Wait, it was rained Didn't out too. The first one was rained out. Or yeah, the rain delay, delayed start. De- yeah. Delayed start. Um, yeah. it, that was surreal because Eduardo Perez was in a closet and yeah, like, yes. it was a huge delay. <laughs> yes. They had nothing figured out. It was surreal. <laughs> um, but yes, like the first legitimate live sports production was the NFL draft and they did a, they crushed it. I remember that. Oh, sure. Yeah. Kudos to them for the circuit. Like they did, it was weird and quirky and corny, but like yeah. seeing, Cliff Kingsbury in an Arizona mansion, just the coolest yeah. place. <laughs> like, like this is 
It was cool. It you was really cool. You get some guys at just of... their kitchen table. Like, there's, yeah. like, you know, Bill Belichick's dog. Bill's uh, on the table, too. Like, yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. Just like us. Yeah, it's Belichick's great. dog. It was great. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how they do it again because I think it'll be something similar. I'm sure they've yeah. got a million ideas of how to revamp it. Oh, but it was it was fun being in one Uncle uh, oh, Uncle Roger's cozy <laughs> basement man cave or whatever it was. Yeah. The, the one thing I'm going to miss, and this is like at the height of the pandemic, when a lot of people were super anal about social distancing and not having big crowds or whatever. The, my favorite thing for last year's draft is the people that you knew were having like 50-person house party bangers in the background, and they're looking <laughs> off camera like, quiet down. Like, hey, no, don't no, leave the fr- leave the frames. I'm, I'm going to miss that yeah. as uh, gatherings become more and more acceptable and, uh, well, just happening. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Good times. All right. Take Tuesday. <laughs> Let's get to it. We're, yeah. we're more than halfway done with the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to finally get to Take Tuesday, Matt. What is our first take? Yeah, I got one. And let's just keep the uh, the, the Lankford uh, talk going right now. Uh, this is, of course, with injuries. And, uh, okay, I need to preface this. Number one, I, I don't wish injuries on anyone. I want to make that very clear if anyone is going to take what I'm about to say twisted. Um the take is, though, that uh, Langford, of course, will always be thrown around in the question of if you can give one athlete an injury-free career, who do you mm. give it to? Langford's always going to be in the conversation. Delvon Rowe's going to be in that conversation. Mm-hmm. I, th- I don't think this is a hot take. I, I think it's very clear for MSU fans, MSU basketball fans specifically, that Kalen Lucas will always be the number one uh, guy we would pick to go through his career yeah. without injuries. I mean, yeah. of course it happens during... March Madness, where oh, the boys are looking really good right now. And it was kind of a favorable tournament uh, up until that point and in the future as well. So you got that. I put Langford at two. I think I put Delvon Rowe at three. And I don't, I don't know who else. You, uh, there's probably someone big I'm missing. Like, I know Russell Bird struggled with injuries yeah. early in his career. The 2013-14 team all had injuries at different times in the season. However... Yeah. They all got the band back together, like, just in time for the Big Ten tournament. (laughs) So, like, injuries didn't really have an effect on that team. I guess if you want to go into the nitty-gritty of seeding for the tournament, they got a four seed. Whatever. I I think it's number one, Lucas. Number two, Lankford is kind of how I would go here. Now, of course, Lucas, it's like, oh, yeah, well, he would have brought him to a national championship. Lankford... Could they have used him in the Texas yeah. Tech game? Certainly. Yeah. I think there is an argument to be made. I just don't know yeah. if it's as definitive and as black and white as the Kalen Lucas situation was, right, Will? Well, I think it's it's similar. I, it, it really is. Like, they both had very winnable Final Fours. Totally. And, yeah, Lucas was the best player, and them still making the Final Four, like, certainly had some good fortune, but also, like, just rallying the troops times a million – Mm-hmm. Sort of, it was just a, a spectacular run. And the 2019 team, if, if Langford's healthy and playing like he was earlier in the season, who knows if Cash fully breaks out the exact same way. Fair, yeah. But I do think, like, had they still, let's say everything's equal and you drop them into that final four game against Texas Tech, like Michigan State probably wins that game with a 42% three-point shooting Josh Langford out there getting whatever 28 to 32 minutes like sure. ah, he just he, he would have helped and they very well it was a winnable final four they very well both could have won the national championship either one of those guys lucas or langford if they were healthy at the right time could have helped their teams win the national championship yeah. so yeah those two are, are definitely up there it's 
you got to give a ton of mention to Delvin Rowe because mm-hmm. he was so talented. I, I forget what he was, like 13th in the class or 8th in the class, whatever. Like he was that, yeah, really crazy. highly regarded and then just never had his knees working no. for him. Did he? Was it junior season he retired? It must. Yeah, have been. he got three seasons in, and then I yeah. think right before the yeah. senior season is when he yeah, announced yeah. that he was retiring. Yeah. Which, like, think about that, dude. Like, you are twenty. Oh, come on, I know. Yeah. Twenty, and you have to medically retire. Yeah. From basketball, like that's brutal, insane, brutal. Um. So yeah, those those three, especially in terms of like the modern guys, like those three have to be top of the list. I'd probably go Lucas one. I don't know, Langford too, because we were starting to see like, mm-hmm. hey, this is a first team all Big Ten guy, and then Rowe a close third. If that's my top three, I, I, that's hard to argue. The only thing I will argue though is that I think the Lucas Final Four year was considerably more winnable than the 2019 year. I, Probably. I, 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 I this mean, is where I rub some MSU fans the wrong way. Like, Duke. I don't think Texas Tech was going to be beat that easily like i know texas no. tech by name everyone's like oh you should beat them like no texas tech i think was legitimately the second best team in that final four and i, I don't know if you beat virginia either a because virginia was an awesome team and b like they had god on their side they, they won these games with <laughs> divine did. intervention they, were it was unbelievable. <laughs> they were uh pro- you're probably right it probably was a more winnable final four i mean it was a really good duke team and yeah, butler was, butler was yeah. Butler was good. They Butler had a lottery annoying. pick. Yeah. They had two pros. One was a lottery pick. Perennial all-star. Like yeah. Gordon Hayward was freaking awesome and one of the smartest, sure best was. basketball coach. Like it was a good it was a good Final Four. But yeah, 2019 Final Four is probably a touch better. Just yeah. off like anecdotally off the top of my sure. head. Sure. Of course. All right. We'll uh come right back and finish off the show with more take Tuesday. First word from Bad Online. Dot AG. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. I just read that like, oh my god! I just read that verbatim. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are full swing. That's why we need to rewrite this. I can't. I need to request. Keep people on their toes. That's okay. I'm requesting. I'm writing it right now. We should probably update the copy on this because the NFL has been done for a long time and so has college hoops and now the MLB is going so when I race through and read the ad as it is written I sound stupid (laughs) <laughs> I, I literally just sent that good requests sent to owner uh anyway Perfect. yeah uh, football's not being played neither is college basketball we got the nba nhl yeah. and major league baseball we got golf going on formula F- one racing formula NASCAR, i was just gonna say f1 on. I, I watched like 13 laps of f1 last weekend and it the italian whatever grand prix is fantastic sure, sure. Uh, the bet online has real-time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine, they have you covered for all the news scores and odds. The best way to place your bet, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code Locked On. One word, Locked On, to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Listen 
to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Lockdown and Odyssey. It's happening right now. Features analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason Lockenfora, Brian Baldinger, and our local experts will be there making trades, picking picks. It's an ultimate mock draft. Search the ultimate mock draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey. Okay, so we just finished recording uh, our show, the original version of our show. It's 9.36 p.m. here on the eastern, not coast, but eastern time zone. Seaboard. Eastern Seaboard. And right before I was about to sign off for a segment that we just did, uh, which you can hear on tomorrow's show now, um... Matt went, <gasps> and I said, what? And then you said, what, Matt? Foster lawyer, out of here, gonzo, transfer portal, grad transfer, pain. Foster lawyer pain. is in the transfer portal, and now we have to record another segment and talk about it <laughs> because yeah, we cannot it. sit on that. This is truly instant reaction right now. This yes, it's literally. Um, <laughs> this is raw so, as it gets. First reaction, not not stunned, not surprised. Um, there was some chatter that he had been considering this, that there was maybe he was going to stop playing and, and join the staff as a GA. I don't know how much weight I ever put into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seemed like the more likely scenario of, is Foster Lawyer going to be on the team next year or is he going to be elsewhere? seemed like the more likely scenario was he was going to be elsewhere this uh, upcoming season. So uh, I'm not stunned, surprised at it. It is kind of something that we just sort of quietly, slowly been waiting for, and then you forget about it, and then it happens again. You're like, oh, yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Foster Lair, forgot about that. So, yeah, not a not a big surprise. Um, and I think another sort of situation like we talked about with Kithier, even Rocket Watts, but it's a little different. Like the writing seemed a little bit on the wall, uh, even when he was healthy this season. Very much so. And I don't know, this probably didn't play any into it, but also the, the team kind of balling out down the stretch with him hurt, I'm sure it didn't help things either, uh, to say the least. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, this is another, we just talked about Langford in segment one. This is a di- way different circumstance. This wasn't an injury. This was just being five foot nine. It, it's a shame mm-hmm. it didn't work out for him here because, hey, hand yeah. up. I thought he was going to be the truth here. I thought this kid was going to ball out. Like I, I, I thought he was the chosen one. I, 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 like small stature, be damned. You know, hey, small players have got it done before. I thought he was going to be another one of them. I mean, saw him light up at Clarkston AAU circuit. Kid had a lethal, lethal three point shot. And well, I don't need to go any further. We we saw what happened, and I'm I'm bummed yeah. about it. I was very wrong about how his career would go. You know who else was wrong? Probably the coaching staff that brought him on too. That kind of helps soften the blow mentally for me. Is uh, yeah, hey, I wasn't the only one that thought this would work out. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Ah, uh, God, this look it sucks. He, it sucks. He gave who do who they play in the state championship? Oh crap! Did they play? They played like Gr Christian at some point. It right? was Gr Christian, and um, I th- yeah, I, I, they might have won it back to back years. I forgot who they played this yeah, year, but yeah. At, at some point, he was playing basketball at the Breslin Center as a high schooler, absolutely cooking a team that had his future teammates on it. 
Dude, like he like, was frying these people. Ah, yeah. Man. I was cackling when I was watching the state championship <laughs> game when he was in. I was like, oh my god, this guy's gonna average twenty a game right out the jump. Let's go. And uh yeah. he pretty much only tuned up Eastern Michigan yep. this year and then Ohio State his freshman Hell year, yeah. which Hell what yeah, a, he did. What an evening that was, or I guess an afternoon <laughs> that was. That was a, a hoot and a half. Yeah, um, it became obvious at some point during his sophomore year, because you can give freshmen breaks, right? Of course, yeah. But totally. at some point during his sophomore year, you just kind of had to be like, yeah, he can really shoot it, but I'm kind of thinking the physical limitations are going to be what does him in here. Yeah, like, I, I, the, the start to this year was all fun and games, too, like when he yeah. dropped 1,000 points on Eastern, but I think we all knew it's like, how many times are they going to be seeing a zone that's not even yeah. that good of a zone defense? And how many just open threes is, going to, is he going to be allowed here in yeah. Big Ten play? Uh, spoiler alert, not many, uh, yeah. if any. I thought you know, he kind of settled into a role where if he's your backup point guard, like yeah. this, his junior season here, it's it can be okay. Like If you have a backup point guard who has limitations like he had, but in theory, right? is an elite shooter, should be an elite shooter. Like, you can make that work, but he stopped hitting threes, had the shoulder injury. Who yeah. knows how much that played into it. I know it played into it at the end, wouldn't it be right before he, he sat down for the season, but before that he still wasn't shooting particularly well after the first, like, <laughs> three weeks of the season. I know, just passing and, up open shots, too. It's yeah. like, oh, no, yeah. if you're going to pass up open threes, what yeah. are we doing on the it court? It can't be out there, yeah. Um yeah. And so, yeah, it sucks it didn't work out. I go back to my answer. We played a game like a month ago. If you could make someone give six inches of height to add, like spread it amongst the team, what yeah. would you do? And I said I would make Foster Lawyer six inches taller. Give me six foot four Foster Lawyer, yeah. who's an absolute assassin. So I stand brother, by so that. So his brother Fletcher Lawyer. Give right. me Fletcher yeah. Lawyer. I stand by that. Um, it just sucks that it didn't work out. Physical limitations. Um, I know were the death of his career at Michigan State. Super smart. Still, like, you don't hit 150 free throws in a row and not know how to shoot the ball. Like, he could still be an elite shooter. He could still take care of the ball and just kind of tread water. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think once he goes down to a lower level where the physical disadvantage isn't as extreme, he'll be a lot more comfortable. Like, you, we can joke we always have kind of like, man, Foster Lawyer's averaging 23 a game at Oakland. He damn well might. Like, uh, watch him. Yeah. <laughs> like, Bet. All right. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a bucket. He's just not a bucket in the Big Ten. He couldn't no. be a bucket in the Big Ten. But maybe in the Horizon League, he can get back to his bucket getting ways. Like, you don't just forget how to fill it up like he did when he was in high school. And if you never, wa if you never watched him in high school, you'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? I know. Him and, uh, him and Kithy are at Valpo are going to look like uh, John Stock and a Carl Malone uh, <laughs> next season. Go watch, go watch some of Lawyer's clips from high school. The kid was a certified bucket coming into Michigan know, State. There's I a know. reason a five foot nine kid got a scholarship to I, MSU. CBS Sports All American his junior year. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, sucks. It doesn't work. Didn't work out. I wouldn't be stunned if someday in the future he's part of the program. Whether. It is uh, a GA or something. you know an, something like he's a really like and you can tell like Izzo had him sitting next to him during games. He's up yelling, pointing, calling out stuff like 
the respect for him a, as a leader, because he was a captain too, as a leader and as a really good basketball mind, mm-hmm. I think has felt anyone you talk to, you're like, yeah, Foster just sees the game. He knows the game. He's super smart. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if at some point, you know, he's coaching and if he's coaching at Michigan State, great. Um, I hope so. That'd be awesome. Take a yeah. guy like that. Yeah. So. Little known fact, his dad was a coach in the NBA for a little bit. Not sure if uh, you knew that little tidbit. They keep that pretty hidden, don't they, Will? Yeah. Matt Stafford yeah. and Clayton Kershaw were also good childhood friends as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that yeah, old man. thing. Jerome Bettis from Detroit. Is he? Re- wow. A little, little yeah. known fact there. Uh, Foster yeah. Lawyer and Tum Tum uh, on the same coaching staff as head coach Draymond Green is my fever dream now. <laughs> and uh, maybe it's show Drew Valentine. Like, things didn't work out too great at Loyola, so Drew Valentine came back to get a, a nice assistant associate head coach role here in uh, East mm-hmm. Lansing that, to, to round out my bench here. Yeah. What a staff. That's what a the, staff. That's the pipe dream. That's the pipe dream. Dream staff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, yep, Foster Lawyer is officially in the portal. Um, that's That, I think, guarantees with his departure and Thomas Gifter's departure, Michigan State will add at least one more transfer. Mm-hmm. You can add a transfer and um, still save room for Imani, or if you feel like, hey, Imani Bates, there's no need to save room, go get two transfers. So or we just should be it for next year. It might come to the point where they don't like a, uh, the transfer no, pool. I wouldn't do that, but year. like it's not the worst thing in the world, I guess. And I gotta pocket it for a year and give it to Stephen Izzo. No, oh, Kian yeah. Coleman doesn't. Kian Coleman doesn't need it. Stephen Izzo certainly doesn't need it. Sure don't. No, nah, I highly doubt it. I don't know. I don't know if he's paying a full tuition or not. Yeah. So <laughs> Malik Carr won't need it if he ends up coming here. Yeah. We'll anyway. See. Yeah, so that'll be something oh, Michigan dang. State now has a little bit more flexibility uh, in the portal. Maybe they can add a big and a wing, right? Now we don't have to pick one or the other. we sure. got a point guard coming in. Get a wing, get a big. If the wing's a money, great. If it's not, that's fine too. Get some quality guys in the portal. There are plenty of them out there, so should be an interesting next uh, few weeks for Michigan State in the portal. All right, that's going to do it for us here on Lockdown Spartans. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast we will be back tomorrow probably have some more on the foster lawyer situation because we didn't get to really get into it a ton we'll play the segment uh from take tuesday that we didn't get to play yeah we'll we'll work (laughs) on that eventually we'll we'll get the take tuesday back in there uh and yeah and then we will go from there rate review subscribe to the podcast you can find locked on spartans wherever you get your podcast matt you know, I really wish they made this trivia uh, 420 themed, like just go through the greatest hits yeah. of uh, Spar- or, uh, Iowa State Summers. Cyclones. Uh, that would know, that, be nice. Uh, however, this is what I got for you. What member of the 2018-19 MSU women's basketball team became the 13th player in program history to record 1,000 career points? Aerial Powers. In 500 rebounds. It's Jenna Allen. Jenna oh, Allen, if you're a listener damn. to the pod, uh, hit us up. We'd love to have you on. All right, guys. Go Green.